What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. You know what? I had this big misconception about research when, even or like when I was in high school, and even like the first couple of years in college, I thought that. In order to do research, you had to know everything that you were doing. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I can only speak on my experience, but a lot of the research that I've done right now has mm-hmm. just been learning different yeah. things that I guess, or I guess researching things that are already known and kind of applying those in different ways. And, you know, you can always learn skills. Hello, I'm your host, Venkatraman. Britton Mead and Ethan Hensel are undergraduate students at UW-Whitewater. Britton wasn't ready to jump into a four-year degree program after high school, so she started her college experience with an associate's program at UW-Whitewater, Rock County. Ethan was unclear what he really wanted out of college, so he journeyed through three different schools, three different majors, English, Math, Biology, before settling on geography with an emphasis on geology. Britton and Ethan independently discovered undergraduate research. They join us on our podcast to share their undergraduate research experiences, their work on forest diversification in Northern Wisconsin, and their college journey at UW-Whitewater. Now, before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives five highlights from the podcast. Once I have my associates, I'll transfer to the main campus full-time, and that's happening in the fall. Um, And I'm looking at becoming a geography major with a geology emphasis and an environmental studies minor. Benefited me is that my academic advisor um, she is a structural geologist and structural geology is the field that I'm actually very interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so just through kind of talking with her, uh, she was really, really great at kind of recognizing things that I didn't even really consider strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of directed me into some of her research groups. One of the kind of the big overarching goals of GeoCast is the recognition that um, science is inter- or interdisciplinary. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. just interdisciplinary with science. It's also interdisciplinary with things uh, such mm-hmm. as culture, um, art. So that mm-hmm. is really kind of the focus of Geopaths. And it's about kind of taking all of those things and applying it uh, for the betterment of society, if you will. So I would say the research is impacting me in a lot of ways. And I think mm-hmm. it's mostly positive because not only is it giving me the skills I need to succeed in my field, but it's also Mm -hmm. allowing me to make connections. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I have met so many staff and faculty members as well as fellow students, and I'm actively developing relationships that will last post-graduation. You know, a lot of people will say things like, gee, I really wish I had better writing skills or I wish I knew how to study beforehand. And, and you know, it, it's not that these things aren't important. You know, they yeah. are. Um, but for me, I think it really comes down to assertiveness and self-management. And mm. I mean this in the case of spreading myself too thin. I have a tendency to want to be involved in everything. <laughs> <laughs> These were the high fives brought to you by College Matters. Alma Matters. Matters.
subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Britton and Ethan. So without further ado, here are Britton Mead and Ethan Hensel. If you guys are ready, um, we can jump right in. Sounds good. For sure. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, cool. So maybe what we can start out with is a little bit of uh, introduction. So uh, maybe Britton, you can kick it off, say a little bit about the background and how you got to UW-Whitewater. Okay. Um, well, I uh, grew up in the Beloit-Janesville area. Um, mm-hmm. I am a sophomore at UW-Whitewater. I started at the Rock County campus. Mm-hmm. After I graduated high school, I knew that I didn't want to jump right into a four-year. So um, UW-Whitewater at Rock County, having um, the associate's degree program was pretty much a perfect fit for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Sure. So I currently attend both the two-year campus and the four-year campus, um, which makes it where I commute twice a week to Whitewater from, again, the Beloit-Janesville area. So, Cool. Ethan? Yeah, so um, my story is a little bit uh, of a labyrinth. <laughs> um, yeah. So I graduated from high school in 2018 from Watertown. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And then right after I graduated, I went for a year at the University of Stevens Point at Marshfield. Uh-huh. Um, I spent a year there, and then I transferred into a uh, college in, it, it was a small college in Minnesota where I was there for around uh, or a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and then following that, I transferred to uh, UWW, and I have been here ever since. So what I, what I thought we could do is uh, talk a little bit about what you guys are planning to study or uh, already pursuing uh, as part of your degree programs and by, you know, in terms of major and courses, and just a little backdrop before we talk about research. So, um, Britton, you want to kick it off? Sure. Um, So right now I am focusing on getting my Associates of the Arts and Sciences. um, Mm -hmm. And that is just kind of um, wide breadth uh, knowledge. Um, It's it's, Mm -hmm. um, taking science courses and English and just um, pretty much anything to get those credits. Um, Mm -hmm. And then... That's going to knock out my gen eds. And then um, once I have my associates, I'll transfer to the main campus full time. um, And that's happening in the fall. Um, And I'm looking at becoming a geography major with a geology emphasis and an environmental studies minor. Hmm. Wow. How about you, Ethan? So, again, kind of to mention the labyrinth again, when I kind of originally (laughs) entered um, collegiate study, I was an English major. Um, yeah. And it was something that I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. So mm-hmm. it was one of those things where I knew I was good in English in high school. Um, and I was kind of being told like, you know, like college is a really good option. So and like I had the grades, I had the scores. So I went to college, um, I spent a semester as an English major. Um, and I, it wasn't really something that I enjoyed you know like I liked my teachers the classes were interesting but it wasn't something that I would have considered passion so mm-hmm. I kind of changed my major and this is going to be kind of a reoccurring theme yeah. <laughs> um, so I changed my major and I kind of after I did that I was a math major 
Um, mm-hmm. And I loved math. Like, I really did kind of learn to appreciate math while I was doing that. Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of did not even consider sciences until I had entered a science classroom uh, mm-hmm. to fill one of my general education requirements. And kind of through talking to the professor, she was like, you really have a mind for science. I think this is something you should consider. Um, and so I did. I, I became a biology major after that with mm-hmm. a math double major. Mm-hmm. And then I had transferred out of that school and I had kind of focused on the education route. And then mm-hmm. I kind of came to the realization that I love teaching. I think that teaching is something that is amazing, but I really yeah. wanted to look more into research. So mm-hmm. I ended up transferring into UWW kind of with the goal of science, just like research science being kind of the focus of my thing. Um, and originally I actually applied as a biology major and once I kind of got on campus on, you know, through talking with my family, um, talking with some advisors, I realized that I really, the things that I was passionate about uh, kind of interdisciplinarily are within the realm of geoscience. So right now my major is Mm -hmm. geography with an emphasis in geology and Mm -hmm. my minor is in mathematics. Maybe Ethan, you can kick this off. Um, Why or how did you get into research? So I kind of stumbled into it, actually. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, I I wanted to do research. That is the reason why I went to Whitewater. Um, Mm -hmm. And I I think, like, coming from as an undergrad, you know, you read a lot of things where you're like, you you need to talk to professors, you need to talk to professors, but professors can be kind of scary. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of them they are incredibly intelligent um, and they're very knowledgeable in their field. Um, Mm -hmm. But one of the things that benefited me is that my academic advisor, um, she is a structural geologist and structural geology is the field that I'm actually very interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, So just through kind of talking with her, uh, she was really, really great at kind of recognizing things that I didn't even really consider strengths. Mm -hmm. Um, and she kind of directed me into some of her research groups. How about you, Britton? Um, So two things really happened that got me into research. Uh, the mm-hmm. first was my participation in the undergraduate research program, um, mm-hmm. where I got paid to do research with uh, UW-Whitewater faculty. I worked mm-hmm. at the art gallery here on the main campus, got to learn about um, how they do their exhibits, and we studied um, artwork trends as well as foot traffic in the gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, there I met the associate director of URP, Anna Caballero Menhibar, if I'm pronouncing mm-hmm. her name correctly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and she reached out to me about the Geopads program, which I'm currently in alongside Ethan. Um, mm-hmm. the second thing was really a direct consequence of my love for travel. I saw that UW Whitewater was offering travel study courses and I saw that there was one that was taking place in Iceland for eight days and Mm -hmm. um, that's essentially a week devoted to studying the super unique geography of Iceland looking at things like their geysers volcanoes um, Mm -hmm. stuff like that and so I signed up for that and um, we our team just finished our preliminary research for that so yeah okay so maybe we should sort of jump into what you are actually doing as part of research or what you've been doing for a, you know for a whatever period of time um so ethan um 
what kind of research have you been doing? And uh, remind me, I, I think you are in the landslide project, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So, um, yeah. So I, one of the projects that I am involved in, obviously I'm involved in two major ones, but la- the landslide project specifically, we are mm-hmm. gathering data from mm-hmm. these tiny little computer things called Raspberry Pis. And what they mm-hmm. allow us to do is they allow us to collect a whole stream of data um, and mm-hmm. we input that into a software um, called MATLAB. So one of the things I have been doing is I've been taking kind of the raw data that we've been gathering. Um, mm-hmm. and I've been using MATLAB to create plots to see if we can kind of make some sense about what we're seeing. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the things that we have kind of acknowledged and the things that we are studying, uh, mm-hmm. it, we're looking at uh, landslides specifically along the Lake Michigan shoreline. Mm-hmm. Um, so what has been happening essentially is due to climate change, there is increased periods of rainfall um, and the, the, these increased periods of rainfall are very heavy. Um, and that has implications for, uh, for basically everything um, along the Lake Michigan shoreline. Uh, tourism would be affected. Uh, there would be economic hardships that could follow. And then obviously you have uh, entire beaches that are being lost. Mm-hmm. So I'm, we're using that data and one of the things I am kind of researching right now is how to kind of create a mathematical model that we can mm-hmm. use to kind of predict and be able to kind of change variables to see the severity of uh, slope failure. So I will be, or actually I got an email the other day from a computer software called Comsol Multiphysics. Uh, mm-hmm. We're kind of researching into that and we're going to see if we can create a model based off of that. Yeah, Britain, why, why don't you talk about your research first? Okay. Um, yeah, so right now I'm currently working on two things. I search for the Iceland trip. Um, we leave for yeah. that trip on May 21st, but my group, as I said, just finished our preliminary research. Um, mm-hmm. We're focusing on the copious amounts of lava rock and how it changes the chemistry of Iceland's water and impacts the aquatic environment. Um, mm. And that's just my group alone. I believe there's six different groups that are... Um, doing different research in Iceland. But um, what we're doing right now is we're taking basalt rock and ash and we're mm-hmm. mixing it with different kinds of water. And we will be collecting um, samples directly from Iceland and taking them back to analyze. But we're applying different variables such as heat and time to measure um, how, again, how the chemistry of the water changes. Mm-hmm. Um And then the second thing I'm working on is with the Geopads group, and we're working on our research proposal for our work in July with the Red Cliff and Bad River Tribal Nations. Um, We're Mm going to collect soil samples and I believe take a look at some invasive species there. So, What's the goal of that uh, project? What are you guys trying to do? For uh, Red Cliff? Yeah. Um, I believe Ethan was a huge, huge part of um, writing that proposal. So I, I think maybe he should he should take the <laughs> reins on that. Okay, right. So um, we, through Geopass, one of the kind of the big overarching goals of Geopass is the recognition that um, science is inter- or interdisciplinary. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. just interdisciplinary with science. It's also interdisciplinary with things uh, such mm-hmm. as culture, um, art, so that mm-hmm. is really kind of the focus of Geopass. And it's about kind of taking all of those things and applying it uh, for the betterment of society, if you will. Um, and so we are working with uh, tribal nations in northern yeah. Wisconsin. And we will be using LIDAR data 
um, mm-hmm. so LIDAR, that's like satellite imagery. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are going to be kind of taking those images of their tribal lands. And we are going to also be doing what's called soil truth or ground truthing rather. So we're going to be mm-hmm. taking soil samples to find kind of these sandy soils, like the sandbars. And we will be using GIS. So that's like a mapping software. Mm-hmm. It's one of the applications of it. And we're going to be creating zones that offer the most, I guess, opportunity for forest diversification. So forest, divers- forest diversification is really important um, mm-hmm. for ecosystem health. And particularly uh, when we're looking at tribal lands, we want to preserve those lands because they do hold such a cultural significance, um, mm-hmm. not only to the tribe, but to the land as well. You know, uh, the tribe has been taking care of the land for thousands of years and they're mm-hmm. continuing to do so and i'm really really happy that i get to play a part in their work you know i think that the work that they are doing is really really important okay so um so you guys have you know a couple of projects each um you've been doing this now for some time how is it impacting you? How is it changing you? What What do you guys find that you are gaining out of this? We, Britain, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so I would say the research is impacting me in a lot of ways. And I think it's mm-hmm. mostly positive because not only is it giving me the skills I need to succeed in my field, but it's also mm-hmm. allowing me to make connections. And mm-hmm. I mean, I have met so many staff and faculty members as well as fellow students, and I'm actively developing relationships that will last post-graduation. Um, mm-hmm. It's also giving me connections outside of UW-Whitewater because we're coordinating with the tribal nations and other UW system schools to do this research. Um, mm-hmm. So that's it's definitely um, <laughs> a, a big impact from there. So, yeah. Now, what do, what do you what do you plan to do uh, in a few years' time once you graduate? Um, uh, do you have any dreams at this point, or it's, is it still formulating? I, I'm just curious as to <laughs> where you want to go. Um. So, my plans for after I graduate are pretty vague at the moment, just because um, I still have a couple of years before I get my bachelor's yeah. degree. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I know I don't want to stay in this area. I'd really like to move up north, maybe uh, up by Lake Superior. Um, and at some point during my junior or senior year, I know I'd really like to secure an internship at the Great Lakes Indian Fish and Wildlife Commission. Um, mm-hmm. They represent 11 Ojibwe tribes in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Um, Mm -hmm. and I would really like it if that turned into a full-time position. That's, um, what I would love to do after graduation. I would really like to participate in that community and embrace something other than what I've grown up with. Hmm. That's awesome. So Ethan, um, how is research changing you? So kind of to piggyback on what Britton had stated, the relationships that I'm building, with faculty and with my peers, I think that it is so incredibly important. You know, um, mm-hmm. the sciences in general are very, it's a lot about who you know, um, mm-hmm. and just being able to kind of interact with people who do have different perspectives than you, who have uh, different experiences even. Uh, I think that that has been one of the things that I have really taken away from it. 
Um, I've also learned how to use MATLAB, so a computer mm -hmm. software program. And mm -hmm. um, this summer or in uh, fall of 22, I'll also be kind of devoting time towards learning another computer software to do mathematical mm -hmm. modeling. So mm -hmm. those skills are going to look amazing on a resume. Um, and yeah, I would say that those are kind of the, and I guess even communication wise, I've improved just because, you know, mm -hmm. when you, when you, you tell people that you're doing research, you know, they ask you, like, what are you doing? And, yeah. and really doing it has kind of offered me a better way to communicate that. Where do you think you're headed? What do you want to do beyond your undergrad? Right. So um, when I get my undergraduate degree, so my bachelor's degree, I would really like to continue my studies. Uh, my mm -hmm. kind of long-term goal is to eventually get my doctorate in geology mm -hmm. or earth science, um, mm -hmm. and then kind of do research and teach at the collegiate level. Awesome. Um, yeah, so all that exploration um, has got you to a point where you're excited about a field and you want to pursue it mm -hmm. uh, to at least your doctoral level. So that's great. Um, now, do you think that's a consequence of the research you're doing or do you think it's among other things? I think that that is, it's kind of a, it, I think it's both. Um, if you were to ask my mom, if you were to call mm -hmm. Jennifer right now, <laughs> she would tell you <laughs> that ever since I was a little kid, I have had big dreams about becoming a doctor or going to graduate school. So I would say mm -hmm. that I, that's always something that I have wanted to do. But I mm -hmm. think that specifically the research that I'm doing right now has shown me that, you know, this is a real opportunity. Um, like I said, the skills that I'm learning right now are going to kind of directly prepare me for research that I would be doing in graduate school. Um, and yeah, I think that ultimately that would strengthen my application. What kind of advice would you give freshmen um, about research? What, what would you tell them? Hmm. I think for me, I would say that you don't need to know everything right away. I, you know what, I had this big misconception about research when even or like when I was in high school and even like the first couple of years in college, I thought that in order to do research, you had to know everything that you were doing. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I, I can only speak on my experience, but a lot of the research that I've done right now has mm -hmm. just been learning different yeah. things that I get, or I guess researching things that are already known and kind of applying those in different ways. And, you know, you can always learn skills. So yeah. don't be afraid, I guess, about what you don't know and start mm -hmm. thinking about the things that you can learn and the things that you can apply. So for example, I'm just gonna kind of, I have experience in writing that has mm -hmm. been like really, really important. I wrote a grant, you know, mm -hmm. I've written helps write the grant too. Um, mm -hmm that stuff has been really helpful. So don't just focus on, I guess, the thing that you want to research. If you want to go into biological research, don't just focus on, these are my biological skills. Think about, uh, do I have math skills? Do I have communication skills? Do I have any kind of talent with visual media? All of those things can be applied and should be applied uh, to create a better product at the end. So Britton, would you, what would you add to that? Um, I 100% I agree with Ethan on everything he said. Um, 
you know, like everything, there are good and bad sides to being involved in research. And um, I'll, I'll start with the bad side so I can end this on a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the bad side is sometimes stretching yourself too far and not having a sense of direction. Um, it can also become really easy to second guess yourself or feel like an imposter among all these people who seem so experienced, like they know everything. Because Ethan's right, all of these people, they seem so smart (laughs) and it can be very intimidating um but that's the good thing about research you have so many people who are willing to work with you and show you the ropes and i just really urge um freshmen to get to know the people they're researching with because it'll give them the not succeed and it'll make them feel like they belong there because they do so now do you think um they should get started with research in their freshman year uh, right away or do you think they should wait i i absolutely think that they should start early i mean that that is the thing about research is you can make it what you want it to be and as long as you have an idea then i mean that that's really all you need <laughs> right absolutely okay so we are kind of starting to wind down here so i think both of you have mentioned skills along the way here Mm -hmm. so maybe you can take turns and um, tell high schoolers about the kind of skills they ought to develop um, before they come to college uh, if you think it's necessary or useful to have them before you step on campus so Britton you want to go first um You know, a lot of people will say things like, gee, I really wish I had better writing skills or I wish I knew how to study beforehand. And, and, you know, it's not that these things aren't important. You know, they are. Um, But for me, I think it really comes down to assertiveness and self-management. And Mm. I mean this in the case of spreading myself too thin. I have a tendency to want to be involved in everything. (laughs) I mean, I I run a student organization. I hold a volunteer position as a Warhawk ambassador. I'm doing undergraduate research and I'm I'm doing all of this on top of commuting and managing my grades and my social life. And Mm -hmm. I have this semester and it's beginning to affect my motivation. So Mm -hmm. The skills I really wish I had were the ability to tell people and myself, no, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I need time for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I wish I had already known how to take that step back and give myself time to just exist instead of having to do something every minute of every day. But that's a lesson I'm definitely learning. And next semester is going to be uh, much more, I think, uh, paced. (laughs) 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 <laughs> okay, that, that, those are wise words. Um, so, Ethan, what do you think? Hmm, I think that you, when it comes to kind of college and research, anyway, like a lot of the skills are things that you can learn pretty quickly. You know, like you can learn how to do basic equations very quickly. You can mm-hmm. learn geological concepts very quickly. So I wouldn't necessarily bog yourself down with kind of memorizing the every single minutia. Of, yeah things that exist out there i think that the things that should be focused on are the things that take a while to develop uh mm-hmm. kind of knowing yourself that sounds like a very cliche answer and it kind of is a cliche mm-hmm. answer but yeah kind of the, or like re-emphasize britain's point uh mm-hmm. college is hard like it, it's not <laughs> it's not supposed to get a walk in the park um it's very yeah. successful and you do need to really know 
who you are. You need to know your limits. You need to know when to say no. Also, you need to know when to say yes. You need to know when, like, there is something that is going to be challenging, but if it is worthwhile. Um, I also think that interpersonal skills, you need to Mm -hmm. have them. You really, really do. I think that, especially in, like, kind of the day and age that we live in now where communication is so readily available you need to be able to communicate with others and you need to be able to collaborate with others um so yeah i would say that those are kind of the and to be fair these are the things that i really struggled with you know i I think i can talk to people you know but trying to talk to somebody about kind of a field of study or about research or about those kinds of things it's different than having kind of a random conversation with somebody about their day um yeah so you need to make sure that you know how to do professional communication. Um, and then also don't be afraid to branch out. You know, Britain, yeah. she just gave a wonderful example of all these things that she's doing, you know, and I know that she has spread herself thin. <laughs> That's what she's told us. Um, I <laughs> had the opposite thing happen to me where I got into college and uh-huh. I was so scared of falling into the wrong thing, um, of kind of committing to things that I didn't really do anything for the first, like, I would say year and a half. And Mm -hmm. ultimately, like, I really, really regret that because I, those are skills that I could have learned, um, kind of connections that I could have made. And you never know when those connections are going to come back and be very valuable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unfortunately, live and learn, they say. Um, Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Ethan, Britain, uh, this was wonderful, very, very uh, exciting and positive conversation all about doing undergraduate research, but it's really much more than that. It's uh, really about college experience and uh, gaining knowledge. So I thank you, the two of you, for taking the time and spending a few minutes talking about this. I'm sure it will help high schoolers and anyone else who comes after us here. So thank you again, and we'll talk more for right now. Take care. Be safe. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast with Britton and Ethan about UW-Whitewater and undergraduate research. Their stories showcase the power of undergraduate research by bringing clarity and direction to their individual undergraduate experiences and passion for their majors. It has enabled Britain to continue her college experience from two-year to the four-year program while pursuing undergraduate research. And Ethan was able to shake off the three majors he had tried out before and find his calling in geosciences. I hope Britain and Ethan's experience motivates you to research UW-Whitewater for your undergraduate and research needs. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Alma Matters. Matters.